What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back to Becky L. Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now for our first look at the Thanksgiving slash Black Friday games. And usually, I feel like every year, there's at least one game that we can be excited about. Uh, but instead, all of the spreads are at least seven or greater. All four contests. Uh, let's start with the first one. Packers and Lions. Detroit's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite against Green Bay with a total of 46. What are your first impressions here, Joe? Uh, I think it's worse, Ed, if you look at Sunday. Don't do that. Because if you think that these might be non-competitive games coming up on Thursday slash Friday, take a gander at what we get on You'll Sunday. You'll love Sunday. There's some trash-ass football. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where gander came from. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> take oh, a gander. Man. We'll we'll take a look at those Sunday games in 20 minutes, guys. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, It's going to be. Hey, I'm glad. Yeah. Glad we're all not be too interested in football, I guess. I guess. It's going to be Happy week 12, everybody. I think these are the better. These are the good games of the week. Am I wrong on that? Or am I just saying that because it's on Thanksgiving? That these are actually the better games. Yeah, Niners Seahawks is pretty good. Packers Lions, like, I think that can be close, close ish. The Commanders are going to beat the Cowboys because that's what they do. (laughs) No. Oh my gosh, that would be so amazing. Oh my, it would be. They get up and settling the Cowboys. If the Commanders win on Thursday, Aaron's coming on the show on Friday. She's going to. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she will oh, show yeah. up for that i'll just come in the glow yes. in headlines and then leave again <laughs> yeah right Maybe just do the headlines a few hours later i'm, I'm nice. just here to brag about my bets <laughs> yeah right <laughs> then i'm leaving then I'm out. <laughs> do i get to cash in the day off by coming in for uh one segment and then leaving <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. exactly yeah, okay. Cash all these things in. No, to answer your question, like there, there are things that I will be curious about. Uh, you know, notably like 49ers Seahawks, like, you know, what can Seattle do to slow down Brock Purdy and company? I will be curious about that. Uh, also curious, like, can the Dolphins kind of get back on track offensively to where they can be elite again? There, there's storylines in the individual games to where I think a couple of these numbers are very sharp. But I'm looking more towards Sunday as far as, like, Saints-Falcons. That one will be fun. Uh, you know, Steelers-Bengals seems interesting to me. Uh, you know, even Bills-Eagles. Like, How yeah, is Steelers-Bengals interesting now? It still is? Just because, like, how bad can it get for the Steelers oh. offense? Like, how so awful bad. can it really get? Because Pittsburgh's still in this wild card race. Like, it's possible as much as yeah, we yeah. have ballyhooed the AFC, it's possible a bad team is going to sneak in as a wild card. Like I'd love to know how bad they're going to be. And then I can't wait to fade them later. All right. And Bill's Eagles, we get that. I guess uh, the Raiders will yeah. co- find a way to cover against the Chiefs somehow, some way, right? Like, <sighs> that, that would be fun. Um, 
All right. As far as Thanksgiving, the first thing that jumps out, I know what we watched yesterday. And let's not forget it was about the turnovers. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. But isn't 11 too much? (sighs) It's another Cowboys line where we're talking double digits. And we're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I want to back the Cowboys here. Like it's happening again and again. Like Dak Prescott at home, like he has blown out competition there before. You know, mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb had a really quiet game on Sunday. Like we could see him go off. Like that could have been just a blip on the radar. And now all of a sudden he'll get to his 150 or 200 receiving yards. So many things I could point to with the Cowboys that make me say, you know what? Not that the commanders are done per se, but any kind of below average team the Cowboys are absolutely going to smoke, and it's probably going to happen again. Really? I, just weird cool. things happen in the NFC East, though. I mean, look what happened yesterday. The Commanders' huge favorites. And, well, that didn't end well. Listen, I, it is a big number, and I don't have any faith in this Commanders team. But maybe since Ron Rivera's seat is so hot and – because Sam Howell, they they were looking much better before yesterday, right? I mean, so maybe yes. there is something left in the tank. They get up for mm-hmm. this game. Weird things happen, and it's a big number. I mean, money Commander's money line is very bold, but to ask, you plus know, to bet Commander's plus 11 is, I don't hate that at all. And it's a lot. there's another one on Thanksgiving that I think is too many points. Which one? Uh-oh. Lions, should the Lions be seven oh, no. and a half point favorites? Aaron's out. Aaron's out. Of- <laughs> She's out. If you've lost Aaron, you've lost Middle America. <laughs> You're out on the Lions. You've been in for years. Are you out? You're thinking about it. it. Just seems like you're thinking about breaking like up with Dan. Points. It is. Aww, it's more about sad. Jared Goff than Dan at this point. But yes. Mm. I just think it's a okay. lot of points. It is a lot of points. But um, believe we believe in Jordan Love. It's clear how okay, this works. yeah. Well, let's let's yeah. talk about that because I don't know yeah. what to do with the Packers guys. Like they're putting up 400 yards on the regular lately. Has have they turned the corner? Is there something going on where there's some connection between Love and these very very young receivers? It feels like. There is a bit of a connection yeah. happening. Uh, Aaron Jones goes down to an injury yesterday. That's always big for that offense. So I don't know. Do, do we buy into the Packers or is it just, has it been more about the opponents for the Packers of late? I think it's the opponents more than anything else. I, I do believe that LaFleur can still coach. I, I think he can still run an offense at a really high level. I don't think he's lost a step as far as that's concerned. Just more about execution because you're dealing with Jordan Love who, like, yeah, he's a great athlete, no doubt about it, but he needs his full complement of receivers to really have any chance. And not to mention that, you know, not having a running game, like somehow they won on Sunday, great. But they also got a really banged up Chargers team. I think part of this is just that they very, they've very much been fortunate. And not that I want to look so much at previous contests uh, when you're dealing mm-hmm. with divisional matchups, but it's hard not to in a situation like this where, you know, I still think Jared Goff can can play at a decently high level, but I think Ben Johnson can more than coach up. Uh, and offense and find just the right buttons to push. I look at this as a total of 46. 
wouldn't be surprised if it goes over here. I might be more comfortable with that play than anything else. Like we're finally due for an ISO game where everyone's watching and we finally get a ton of points. That's probably how I would handle this more than anything else. Yeah. It's, I hate, I hate it, but is everyone just going to tease the lions and the Niners on Thanksgiving? That's what people are going to do, right? I was thinking lions and like dolphins. That. Yes. Dolphins to Friday. Yes, Paul, okay. I like that way yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that more. But people like to get their bets in, get them decided. So this Niners-Seahawks line, it's a touchdown. Is this a Drew Locke line? Has to be. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely has to be. I get with like point differential, the 49ers are blasting the Seahawks. I mean, Seattle, I mean, they were already like hovering around zero to begin with. Like their wins were very close and the losses were decimating. Uh, so that's, I'm sure, part of it. Like it wasn't going to be a small line to begin with. But still, though, the, the Drew Lock thing is a big deal. I mean, like they didn't let them pass the ball almost at all against the Rams. No. Like it was all about, you know, Charbonnet and keeping things on the ground, et cetera, et cetera. Seattle didn't mm-hmm. trust Drew Locke in the slightest. And they will probably do the same thing here where they're going to feel like that the 49ers are just going to allow them to run the ball knowing full well, okay, we don't want these uh, elite receivers to beat us. Well, that's not going to happen because Drew Locke is throwing to them. So in that spirit, I go, yeah, the line was never going to be small to begin with, but still that's, something where you got to be careful with a backup quarterback and them over adjusting, I guess, but they don't trust you. Yeah. It's a low total, uh, low, low total in that one. 43. I know some fans have been waiting to see what they have in drew lock, which they, Oh my God. At. How long has he been around? <laughs> Jesus. Way too long. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, Teddy the Bridgewater Seahawks. beat him out in Denver. Like how much do we really care about this guy? Have you guys seen no. the Seahawks schedule? Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles, Titans, Steelers, Cart. I mean, it is brutal. Yep. I don't know mm-hmm. how many games they're going to win moving forward. No kidding. They might fall they're, out. They're in bad shape. Yeah. They might fall out. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think this is it for the Seahawks. I find myself walking away unimpressed week after week after week. Even though, like, yesterday with the comeback, it felt lucky because I was on the Ram side in that one. But I was just, yeah. Even if Geno was out there, is there any confidence that they were going to win that game? I don't think so. How much is the drop-off from Geno? Look ahead versus where we are now. I don't know that it's a lock line. Maybe they're playing it down the middle. But it's already gone from four and a half to seven. So if if lock is announced in... We're going past a touchdown. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So how are, far? 100%. Does this get to 10? It could. It, probably Which would not probably, that. it That would be an overreaction. But I also don't know yeah. that I could go and say I'm going to back Seattle and lock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do they put it at, say, nine to avoid, you know, long teaser opportunities? That one to me Probably. would be interesting because you're dealing with, you know, a divisional game. It can get close. Purdy could turn into a pumpkin, whatever the case may be. I wonder if nine might be a nice splitting of the difference. Quick turnaround, all these tough games coming up. You would mm-hmm. think that Gino does not play. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be challenging, should we back the I think. 
Should you bet the Niners now? <sighs> Going to Seattle, winning yeah. by more than a touchdown. It's or tough, lock but them it's into the a Niners. teaser now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, yeah tease they- them down as a move. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that would make a lot of sense. And even if Gino is out there, definitely he's not going to be a hundred percent. We know that much. So like how healthy is he really going to be in a game like this? I mean, you really do need to get him out there because this game is super duper important for division standings, making the playoffs, all that good stuff. So if you have a risk that you are taking in terms of his health, you probably have to take it. But at the same time, if he just cannot be out there, then they're going to be running the ball a lot. And I probably like my over rushing props. With whether it's mm-hmm. Walker, Charbonnet, whatever it is, that might be another angle Robo. to take as far as backing Seattle in some way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Lock to Bobo. Uh, all of those things. Oh, That's the so, new connection. Yes. Right? Lock to Bobo? That lock. would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, right? um, that, that will be good. Jets-Dolphins is an under game, right? Like, I don't even care who the quarterback is for the Jets. Should we care? The market will move on it. If it's Boyle, it'll go even higher. But your only concern playing the under is, will the Dolphins go over that by themselves? But you're going against the Jets secondary. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Like, Miami (laughs) score 42, and then what? And then what do we do with our lives? They could, but we haven't seen it lately. We haven't seen that sort of explosion, not to that level. And you're going to be without A-Chan, I would assume. Are, are they? Cause I, well, and it's I, I, I don't know. Because but... it's a short week, I would, I'm assuming. But, yeah, apparently he was trying to get back in the game, and Daniel's like, uh-uh, no. Same knee, right. rest, we got this, we're good. Mm-hmm. Certainly situation matters there, and it was precautionary. But if it is precautionary, do you need him in, say, this division game? Yeah, it's against the Jets. I get that. But is there still reason for him to be rolled out there for at least any significant period of time? Yeah, they have other backs who can run well to the outside. But I also think because of the magnitude and importance of this game, at least if he gets a little bit of playing time, even if he's not 100%. Mm-hmm. Can the you Dolphins get too defense cautious, I guess pretty cautious. good too. Yeah. With Ramsey back. That's the key. Yeah, he got a second and third interception in a handful of games now yesterday. So how many is he going to get in this game? Can I bet a, a Ramsey interception prop? Can I, you know? Right. Can I bet on yeah. a bland pick six on Thanksgiving? He's got four this year. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Isn't it? By the way, Christian yeah. Wilkins, like let's Let's uh, circle his name here for the Dolphins defense. He was a beast out there against the Raiders. Absolutely. The pass rush also matters a great deal. The run stuffing has also been fantastic. Like top to bottom, this Dolphins defense is really, really impressing me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thought I had about the Commanders Cowboys real fast. Like because Sam Howell takes so many sacks, what do we do with Micah Parsons here? Like, isn't that just a guarantee as far as any defensive prop we want to take in Thanksgiving? How many did he take yesterday? Because it's been, it hasn't been awful lately. Let's say that. It was like three or four. It wasn't the three good. more. Yeah. Yeah. He's usually around the, that The number. pressure to stack rate is awful. Just awful. Just like four. anytime somebody's in his face, he falls down. So it's bad. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the rest of the Week 12 slate that we have been espousing and endorsing so much. 
That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Now let's talk about the Sunday games happening for Week 12. We discussed Thanksgiving in the last segment. Make sure to check that out on our podcast. But uh, yeah, Joe was giving me a little bit of grief because we briefly mentioned uh, Ravens at Chargers. uh, Ravens four-point favorites here. And it certainly (laughs) seems like uh, a lot of people are going to back Baltimore here. Uh, for reasons to disparage the Chargers, and that probably isn't very good process. But apparently now I'm just all in on the Chargers, all in on Brandon Staley, because I feel like they can turn things around. I don't think I feel that way, but, you know, reputation always precedes me, I guess, Joe. Are you out on them? Are you out on the Chargers, or they're just there? They're just They just they merely exist. Uh, it is yes. the Christmas M&M's commercial. They do exist. That, that's about as good as it's going to get for them. But I think uh, if they get a win. They win this. And then we're going to hear, see, see, not dead. Playoff picture, bottom of the AFC, all jumbled up. Why not the Chargers? They have the best quarterback of the group. Like I can see if, if they just steal one soon, uh, you'd be back on board. Yes, take Patriots, a drink every time I Broncos, say hashtag value. <laughs> Patriots, Broncos, Raiders after this week. So we wouldn't be wrong yeah. if they pull it off this Big week. quarterback advantage in all of those. Huge quarterback no kidding. <laughs> In that the Chargers oh, have one and they don't. Right. It's about that simple. The fact simple. that the Chargers didn't cover and made Jordan Love look, made me question, is Jordan Love good? <laughs> Says all you need to know about the Chargers. In my you know, opinion. It's funny, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I actually had a random thought as I was watching it. Because that, you know, being in LA, that was the game that was on. But... I, Random thought I had. Like, the Packers haven't been this bad in a while. Like, I know there was one year that Rodgers missed the the lion's share of the season. They weren't good that year either. But for the most part, the Packers have been insanely consistent and insanely good for a really long time because of consistent quarterback play, all that good stuff. But this year, they're not good. And yet, at the same time, I found myself not backing the Chargers because of just being at Lambeau Field in November – what can the Chargers do about things like cleats, prepping for the elements, all those kinds of things? And I just found myself not backing the Chargers, even though, you know, the model suggested maybe there's some value doing that. I can't back Jordan Love, but for some reason, the conditions are favorable for him. And I'm curious, Joe, if like there are times when you have certain games or certain conditions where you go, normally I would bet this side, but because of X, I just can't do it. And I think for me, it's just the Packers at home late in the year. Is there something that yeah, kind of felt- stands out that's similar in your process? I actually had the same thought process on that game because Thursday when we did the yeah. contest picks, I have to look back. I think I said Chargers minus three. I didn't take them in any of my contests. I didn't bet on them. I didn't take them in lightning bets on Friday. It's just as we got closer and closer, I'm like, ah, no, no, I don't. 
I don't think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, there are certain situations, especially when once the weather is going to turn. Like here in the Midwest, it hasn't really done that yet. There's a few times we're talking about mm-hmm. possible wind. But as far as temperatures, no, we haven't seen it. That's why golf indoors being so terrible yesterday was kind of alarming because this is the time of the year when you start to wonder about golf, get, going outdoors. Uh, there's a situation that that always seems to stand out. There are certain certain home field advantages. We're going to see one tonight that I would put on the on the short list where you would want to take a look at. See, like Denver going on the road for three weeks after this, I think that that's something to keep in mind. So maybe maybe you're not going to feel as strong about the Denver Broncos as you did last night over over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, there are certainly uh, plenty of situations where yeah you do need to consider, especially this time of year. Mm. Golf in Chicago coming up. That'll be a bad one. Oh, I've one seen that. Them. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> going to be a bad one. It's probably going to. See, and, and so they're going to. Just in that matchup, what's interesting for the Lions, and you could you could compare this to other games that they have coming up. So Campbell wants to run the ball. And so in that one, you would think, okay, he's going to want to run the ball. But in that specific matchup, you're going against an elite run defense. So it's hard for them to do that. That didn't show itself in the final drive of the game for the Lions yesterday. But the Bears' run defense over the course of the season has been excellent. So cases like that where you want to run, but you can't really run. Like let's say you're facing Mm -hmm. a Tampa Bay, something like that. Those are uh, those are some interesting matchups that that could be weather related moving forward. And then the teams that have so like Ed, we've talked a lot about on the show. Um, I know you have on Sharper just about how these elite run games have not existed this year. So as the weather is right. turning, as we're getting into December, how is that going to impact things moving forward? Mm-hmm. Does that mean we do a lot of unders? I mean, that's going to yeah. matter a great deal more? because, A, you are running the ball a bit more under those conditions, but then also, too, is it – defenses know this, right? So they're going to start stacking the box, and if your run game isn't that good to begin with against a light box, what do you expect they're going to do against, you know, two extra defenders, three extra defenders in the box? Like, that's going to be a big problem here. When you were talking about Jared Goff and what to do about him uh, going forward – I wonder if, say, some offenses are going to start to resort to play action a good bit more, where, yeah, they realize the the run isn't as effective, but if you do some play action, yeah, the, the run game isn't necessarily indicative of how effective your play action is going to be, but you do need to make sure that the looks are exactly the same, where your run looks exactly like your play action passing so that linebackers can get fooled. And so the one pushback I guess I would have in terms of my own process and betting a bunch of unders here is, okay, who will be the elite play-action quarterbacks? Can they make it work under those kinds of conditions? If they can, maybe those will be the exceptions where I don't want to just blindly bet a bunch of unders, but find those play-action quarterbacks, and they're going to be the ones who are going to be successful going forward. Hmm. Yeah, a lot, lot to get to. I don't know if this is the time for this week, but it's we're around the time of the year when uh, those are those are some things that you do need to consider. When you when you mention play action, I'm like, oh yeah, Gino, and then we're not going to see Gino. It, it appears nice. we'll see what see what happens uh, moving forward. But um, as far as this week, a seven point move without Burrow 
it was minus six, Bengals minus six against the Steelers. Now it's Steelers minus one. And we had that conversation like the entire sports world did on Friday, the value of Joe Burrow and what he really means and how he means more to the Bengals than maybe almost any other quarterback out there. Is the seven-point move enough? It's funny I that I tend so. to go over overboard. You know, like historically, like when we go to backup quarterbacks, the line moves too much. And I always sort of use that as my baseline to say, okay, when are the exceptions as far as when the line isn't moving enough? And it might be this one just because this offense revolves around Joe Burrow so much. Like we had questions about the Spingles offense in terms of not having all of the receivers and saying, okay, Burrow has to have everybody and he needs to be more than well protected so that this injured version of the quarterback can still be effective and throw to whomever he wants. So we already had questions coming in, and now you're dealing with Jake Browning, who hasn't played that much over the last few years, and he may not have you know, everything at his disposal. That's going to be a problem here. I don't care what the Steelers are doing offensively. I think the defense can have a get-right spot going up against backup, a backup quarterback. What do you think, Aaron? Yeah, I'm with you. I almost think this should be like Steelers minus three or something like that. Two and a half, three, somewhere somewhere in that range. I don't think – I just think it's going to be tough. And there's just such a small sample size on Browning. So I don't – I'm just not that confident. Bengals side. Yeah. Bill's getting more than a field goal, most likely. I mean, we'll see what happens with the right. Eagles tonight. And there, there might be some sort of adjustment – who knows could could head in either direction but let's assume it's more than a field goal anybody tempted mm-hmm. bills are back already bet it already bet it bills you're giving me more than a field goal josh allen yeah i know me more than a field goal josh allen come on love the after hook. playing the chiefs on a short week short week yes and mm-hmm. yeah can mm-hmm. the eagles do to the bills probably what they're going to try and do tonight with the running game yeah they can, but like their passing defense, which again I think could be an issue tonight, susceptible to a Mahomes if the Casey offense is right, or Josh Allen if they figure some things out, or even when he's at his best. Again, they got to every game, and we've seen this with teams in the past where they're kind of up against it. They just got to get in. They got a murderer's row of games, but they, you know, they could get hot for a stretch here. So yeah, again, more yeah. than three. Uh, this is, I mean, what was this? This is what? This is inside a field goal every look ahead ever. The Bills might even be – they're probably not favored, but I'm shocked I, to see it at more than three. I, I also don't want to just take a look at yesterday and say, huh, it's the Jets, and toss it to the side. That Jets defense has owned Josh Allen over the last couple of years, and they put yes. up a crooked number against one of the top defenses. So we shouldn't just quickly say, oh, well, they can't do anything offensively and brush to the side. Um, what the Bills offense did was the story of that game. Also, I was thinking about it tonight. Like, we've been talking about how the Chiefs defense has been pretty good this season. If Hertz was already banged up, possibly going into this game, like, what if he is even more banged up? Like, we've been seeing a right. lot of injuries lately. And now, I mean, obviously, you're trying to, like, predict the future and just try to get a better number before this line moves after the game. Yeah. 
there was something I think about this Bills offense where Joe Brady didn't change very much. I mean, you can't like short week, same offense. Like you got to have a full off season to change things. Also have personnel moves, all that stuff. So Joe Brady's not going to change very much. But what is interesting to me is that sometimes pushing that reset button might matter a great deal in terms of just getting everybody's attention going, look, Mm -hmm. front office we still believe in you we will do whatever we can do and you know we've talked about this in terms of you know other sports and other situations but there's just something about okay we will hit the reset button because we still believe that we can make the playoffs and we can accomplish the goals that we've set out for ourselves it's not that joe brady changes anything i think he signifies something where we are going to see a different bills offense maybe just a better version Like, they will execute in a much better way, but they're not necessarily going to do different things. And the play calls may not be significantly different. But it goes back to this notion that Josh Allen has played really well. The problem is the defense is insanely banged up. I mean, what is it? Amelia Probst of PFF, she looked at how Mm -hmm. much of the cap was lost by all 32 teams in terms of non-quarterback positions. And the Bills are number one right now. Because all of this defensive talent that they've invested in, they're hurt. And so that's forcing Josh Allen, despite having an insanely high completion percentage over expected and total EPA and all that good stuff, it's forcing him to play at a perfect level. And the thing is, he can do it. I wonder over these next few games if Josh Allen is just going to outsert a bunch of teams. So maybe you ought to bet on the overs for Buffalo games over the next few contests. And maybe that's something to Mm -hmm. think about here. But, Joe, I think when it comes to how to look at the Bills going forward, don't you agree that the ceiling is much higher for them than just about everyone else in the AFC? Yeah. Yeah. If we go back to a couple of years ago, and it's it's difficult, too, because it feels uh, like the, the league has changed so much. But yeah, I think we were talking about it during the break that they can just outscore anybody. They still have that ability. Yeah. And you know what they didn't do yesterday? They weren't leaning on Stefan Diggs. They did it with other dudes. And it was more of a run-heavy approach, which is exactly what a lot of us uh, were expecting. But they got everybody involved. Maybe that's something that we're going to see more of. Instead of Diggs getting 10 to 13 targets every single game, uh, they're going to spread the ball around. So I'm I'm excited to see what happens Moving forward, now either the Bills get put away or if they hang with these very difficult teams coming up, like, oh, hey, yeah, I know they got some bad losses early, but uh, let's not forget about this team. Uh, Vikings, Bears, next Monday, three and a half. Does anybody else think that's short? It's short. I'm with you, 100%. Yeah. Like, there's there's something to be said for, like, what happened on Sunday Some of it was very fluky. Again, it goes back to those turnovers. But I think when you filter Mm -hmm. those out, Minnesota still played a pretty good game. Whereas with Mm -hmm. Chicago, like how much faith do we really have anymore in most phases? Like there are a few things that they do really well, but it's not like Justin Fields is such to where he's going to constantly evolve and grow. Like I think what you saw is what you're going to get, right? Yeah. Um, I'd have to take a look at how Flores' defense has done against running quarterbacks. But I, the last time they played, it was at Soldier Field. Uh, Vikings, they didn't do anything all game, and they won. They still won 19-13. to Fields got hurt in that game. Uh, is Jefferson going to make his return? I don't know. 
There's a buy looming for Minnesota, so they might want him to sit one more week. But yeah. there was an adjustment from the look ahead from four and a half down to three and a half. I'm like, okay, that's giving the Bears a little bit too much credit and also dinging Minnesota a little bit too much. Tough game at Denver. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next are lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Aaron mastered the evil cackle when talking about the Commanders upsetting the Cowboys, as to, despite being 11-point dogs on Thanksgiving on the road. Never mind that Washington, uh, you know, completely falling apart there, but that's fine. Uh, I learned during the break uh, that Paul is getting his annual physical, and uh, during the break, uh, we had some fun in terms of figuring out what that's going to entail. I, I want to report. <laughs> I need a, is it, how early is it on Wednesday? Is it, I assume it's Oh, early. it's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. I thought it was at 2.45. It's at 3.45. Like, I literally oh my cannot, God. eat anything. Yeah, it was the only open slot, and I just, oh, it's just why i don't Wait, know how long do you myself. have to do you have to fast all day six hours i think uh maybe i should call them like can i sneak call in and like ask because i asked yeah. they told me six hours can I sneak in like an avocado at 7 a.m you getting blood work what show. are you doing <laughs> yeah it's like cholesterol and stuff all everything they do like mm. all that <laughs> all the stuff. blood work <laughs> providing the panels prostate checks <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah. Sure I, rubber glove comes out. I, have right. done that, I gotta do that. And of course, like every Black, time you put the rubber like, glove up, on, you up to the elbow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you're at that age, Joe. Oh, you know, I know I am. I know I am. See, but Paul yeah. likes mm-hmm. it. I mean, he goes to the massage. Whoa! And- Whoa. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Just big, big on personal health. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, his uh, annual physicals every month. He enjoys oh it that much. <laughs> oh, back again. Right. Double check. It's cold Sir, in you here. You don't need to come I back for another you know, months. It's very cold. So this Turn up the heat. some things. <laughs> Give there me a might minute. be a cream or ointment involved. There is part of that. Oh, I, don't, I don't like this, this narrative. terrible. You know, I don't want to do that. No. Uh, and you're doing it on Thanksgiving too. Like, what a great way to raise no, the Daisy. Well, no, no. Did you? What if you get stats? bad news? You, you want to do this? Well, you want to do it after Thanksgiving when everything's gonna be like, all right, yeah, we're eating and drinking for a whole weekend. That's no good. You got to cheat the system. Pretend like ah, or, or I guess you can do it after. See what's the worst case scenario. Maybe you get the true true results. So like, okay, yeah, but maybe things are bad. But it's like I've been eating and drinking all weekend, so maybe that's the worst. Uh, you could go either way. I choose the juke. The okay, I get that. Joe saying, home, "What if you right? get bad sure. news?" Yeah. Like, it, like Paul, like Joe must think that you were looking <laughs> rough these days. He went right for that. Looking for no, a no, new no. EP. 
Are you are, are you not right? are you not shocked sometimes to hear out hear that some people are sick? You have no idea what's coming. No idea. So, Thank you for wishing that on me, Joe. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, that. Paul. Did also, not, RIP. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> never, Thursday, I'm, never wake up. I'm I, so thankful that I'm alive. Assuming I, I get that. I was hoping right. for bad news. I was just saying, what if? It was implied. <laughs> it was not implied <laughs> in any way. That would concern 50, me. 50 Like, ruin the holidays. Yeah. But you're staying home. Well, anyway, or right? you're not you just going go ham. No, mm-hmm. I've, I haven't. I've been working Thanksgivings for 20 years. Like I, oh. I Christmas is when I go home. It's not the one you. OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joan. I do Bears post game shows. Joan. Joan's kitchen. Joan. Joan. So interesting story about the Aspen family Thanksgiving. So Maria Aspen, older sister. Dan gets all the love. Maria doesn't get talked about it. Enough. She was the, smart she the one, oldest of all three. SAT, all that oldest. Yeah. Yeah. She's the oldest. OK. Um. War on turkey for years, but she has a point. Like turkey is kind of the blandest thing ever, so I understand where she's coming from. Like, get me some stuffing, and I'm good. But Dan, Dan has been yeah. pounding the table. He's back home now, pounding the table to like bring back turkey. So they're bringing back turkey this year. So just it's good. Sure. I don't understand the war on turkey. I'm with, I'm with Dan. Like it's Agreed. once a year, you know. Like, yeah. But like uh, yeah, but like. Here's it, my point. It can be Maria dry. You're point. dressing it up anyways. You've got a million sides. You've got great desserts. But if like, you're going to do whatever. something special, maybe elevate it. I don't know. Do like duck or like whatever. Like I, I understand the point. Like if you want to do like All right, have you Paul in his ivory tower has to get some duck on Thanksgiving. Duck. All right. Duck. No, I'm just saying Duck's like if you want to switch it like turkey. I honestly have never bought a turkey. Is turkey expensive? I don't know. Lamb would be lovely. I feel like no, everything yeah, feels nice nowadays. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. It is. Man, Turkey's we looked at what very we hard spent. to cook, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, very, the degree of true. difficulty. You can't freeze it and drop it in an air fryer. Mm-hmm. People blow their houses up that way or deep whatever. Fry it's true. Infrared. I don't know. Deep fry. No, that's air fried. Deep fry. That's it's not air frying. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I've got this frozen air fryer. large enough for a turkey? I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to air fry it, yeah. but yeah, I can't do it. But well, like, oh, give yeah, me the stuffing is my number one all the time. Spoil, spoiler 100%. for our power rankings. Stuffing is number one. Give me stuffing, and it's yes. do whatever you want with everything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. The desserts are good, though. I don't know, pumpkin pie. Good dessert good. guy. Oh, I've got to pick up pies yeah. tomorrow. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. Yeah, happy to do Joe, it. Yeah, I'll send you a text. In I know group what chat you're too. thinking with the pie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to you. Lightning bets time. Monday night football betwixt the Eagles and Chiefs. Uh, have we mentioned this is a Super Bowl rematch? Just want to make sure. Uh, I've got some really boring props for this. Like, I don't know if it's something where I'm just expecting this to stink. Or, like, it's overrated. Mm. I don't know. But, like, I have really boring props, but whatever. Jalen Hurts over eight and a half rushing attempts at minus 130 on BetMGM. The public loves this one. They're betting it a lot. I am backing the public here. I think Hurts will be uh, carrying a lot of the load. And, Joe, you mentioned it as far as Swift. Uh, possibly getting less of a workload because he's banged up and less efficient. So I think Hertz will be uh, doing a good bit more here. So uh, I've been going over eight and a half rushing attempts. Pat Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts. Eagles will be playing a lot of light boxes. 
I think that means good things on the ground. So I think he will be taking off a good bit. Also wouldn't be surprised with scrambles if, say, on a blitz, that he goes and takes off that way. So too many paths where he goes over four and a half. And Harrison Butker over seven and a half kicking points at even money. Are we not going to be surprised if the Chiefs offense stalls in the red zone and Andy Reid just kicks the field goal like he always does? So expect a, a red zone battle, which is why this game's going to be close. But I have Butcher going over seven and a half points, Joe. Ooh, I see a three. I see a three. It's juiced, but there's a three out there. All right, uh, not for our bets, but just because. Who's your winner? Who's winning tonight? Chiefs. Eagles. Aaron? I'll go Chiefs. <laughs> I don't know. I'm torn. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a mix of laying it or taking the points. I have not heard many people make the case for the Eagles to actually win the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. I could see too. Chiefs winning and – boy, that is a tight window. The Chiefs yeah. to win and the Eagles to cover, but it could happen. Like, we mm-hmm. saw how many games uh, that were that closer. We went over to start the show. All, all the, the games that landed right on the hook, on the sides, like, these numbers are super tight. All right, as far as lightning bets, Kelsey, anytime touchdown, minus 115 over at MGM. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an easy play. We talked about the, the Eagles and their struggles against the tight end position. You know, I expect the Eagles to run the football but I don't know if it'll be with Hertz. We aren't quite sure about his health. I think Gainwell's mm-hmm. going to get some cracks. I like that angle. Mm-hmm. Over 14 and a half rushing yards uh, for, for Gainwell. Aaron? All right. I will also be on Kelsey anytime touchdown minus 115. And Hertz plus 120 was the best number I could find for him. He has scored a touchdown in well yes seven in all but three games so i think this is a good opportunity for him hopefully he is not super banked up because that would stink for me and i think that's all i'm gonna do i almost need a pep talk had such a rough day yesterday i don't want to go too crazy tonight paul thanksgiving moderation um so i I'm looking, there's one book out there that offers the no on these uh, touchdown props. Just because, mm-hmm. and it's not a direct fate of you guys, love you guys, but I would No Kelsey? Too. Wow. No on Kelsey. The Hawkinson didn't come through. CeeDee Lamb didn't come through. Mark Andrews, RIP. Uh, I would think the no on Kelsey at plus money. Like, just all these kind of popular bets have not been getting home. So let me look at that. In the meantime... Uh, I'm with you on Gainwell. I'm going to play a touchdown. I see a 5-1 to one out there on Kenny Gainwell. And I'll do that. I think I'm going to do – yeah, I'm going to do the combo. I'm also going to play the first touchdown. Full disclosure, I think that's like a 25. Uh, I'm going to do the combo. He's been playing on third down a lot. I was texting with our guy, Joe G, a little bit about this. Gonna tell him, ah, it kind of feels like a Gainwell game. Third down back, so it could get some out of the backfield as well. So I'll play the over combo, rush plus receiving yards at 26 and a half. Okay. Makes sense to me. I like that a lot. What are we, and what are we I will say, of, yeah. I'm okay. just gonna. If you're gonna say no to Kelsey, you could throw some bombs on like a Blake Bell at fifteen to one, or a Noah Gray touchdown. Say you no could Gray. do some of these yeah. second and third tight ends. Mm-hmm. For sure. I don't blame that at all. 
Does it just feel like with all of these backup quarterbacks that the Chiefs are just going to go to the Super Bowl again? Like, I get this game may not matter as much because you're going up against a different conference, but the path is being paved so well for the Chiefs, right? Like, is there anyone else we trust right now in that conference? All right, so <laughs> it's you're right. I mean, I, you're right. Like, I go... Okay, Baltimore, now you got the Mark Andrews thing. Jacksonville, yeah, they can beat up on bad teams. They're not at this level right now. Uh, Cleveland with the Watson thing. Steelers, they don't have the offense. Bills, they have a lot of questions. We don't even know if they're going to be in the play. Yeah, you can go up and down the list. Texans. Yes. Who's the biggest threat? How about that? Maybe that's our part. Who's the biggest threat? Might be my. Even though it was close yesterday, it might be Miami. You still say Mm. Buffalo? Okay. If they get like that second divisional weekend, I don't want to see Buffalo if I'm the Chiefs. I'm just saying. I don't either. Yeah. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody.